I mean, I don't, I don't know if you could have drawn it up any better than that. What? I, I really don't know. If, did any of us have that? Like, listen, all day today I had this feeling like they were going to win. I was like, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if they, if they pick up a W tonight. Hearing something weird. Was that a Leafs blowout in game one? It sure was. Woo! I, like I said, I, all day today, I was kind of like, you know what? I have a good feeling. I, I think I think they're going to win. I really do. Wow. Um, I didn't see them blowing the doors no. off the Tampa Bay Lightning. And we're going to relish in this. And before all you trolls, because that's exactly what you are, you're trolls. You're fans of other teams that deliberately go out of your way to seek Leafs content and a Leafs podcast so you can talk shit in the comments. You're damn right we're going to enjoy every victory that we can possibly get in the postseason, especially one like that. It's pretty much all positive across the board tonight. I mean, like, let's talk observations from the game. So, first and foremost... Kyle Clifford gets thrown out in the first, like, seven minutes for a, a pretty dirty hit. And yeah. this ends up putting the Leafs in a five-minute PK situation. And that is what really turned the game around because they dominated the Lightning for all five minutes of that penalty kill. I mean, when the Leafs... When a penalty is called against the Toronto Maple Leafs this season... You've kind of had to say to yourself that, wait, sometimes the best version of this hockey team is when they're on the penalty kill. Yes. And tonight was the perfect example of that. Not a lot of five-on-five play going on, which is is what the bread and butter is in winning a series and being the Stanley Cup champions. But getting off to a start like that with maybe arguably the most energy part of your hockey team being the penalty kill, having that opportunity to get everybody in the game and fired up and gather some momentum. Man, it was pretty wild, the whistles tonight. Yes. The whistles we were out and ready to go, man. So that's observation number two is, you know, there's a lot of talk about playoff hockey. We've talked a lot about it and like all oh, the whistles go away. Like that was not the case for tonight. They were calling everything and it really impacted the game. I think Tampa got in their heads a little bit about it and it opened up more space for the Mitch Marners who had a fantastic game tonight. Yeah. To create. Yeah, it was I mean, the the, the primary the primarily like main reason we were concerned with the Leafs is just their lack of toughness and then the refs pull out the whistles tonight, call everything take the whole toughness element out of the game and standing up for yourself element out of the game, even though there was times where that did happen. It was a line brawl at the end of the game. And, and you couldn't really do anything dirty during the entire game. So that opened up everything the Leafs want to do to yeah. every single hockey team in this league. And look what happened when that got eliminated from the hockey game. They took over. Endless opportunities. So that brings me to my third and I think most... Um, relevant observation, which is when the Maple Leafs push the pace, I don't think this Tampa team can contain them. And I don't think that's just a tonight thing either. I think that's in general. I think when they get on their high horse and they get moving, 
I don't think the Lightning can keep up with them. What I saw early was it was Lightning early. It, it was easy breakouts, forechecking, Leafs having tough breakouts, Lightning putting pressure. And then it's just it just dawned on me right there. It, hockey is such a simple game sometimes. If the Leafs make breaking out of the Lightning zone difficult, that makes all the difference in the in the world in this series. Like every single time the Tampa Bay Lightning try to set up an easy breakout, if there is some sort of Leaf player in that ozone disrupting the play, man, does that make a difference yep. for them. And that involves moving your feet, being aware, being in the game. Man, if they could do that, if they could just make things difficult, because when they force turnovers, that's when the Kyle Dubas method takes effect. It's like offense, 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 creativity. And that is created through working hard and making things harder for the Tampa Bay Lightning in their own end. If they can do that for the for the majority of this series, man, they're giving themselves a good chance. Why is was and is the penalty kill so effective? Aggressiveness. I I said we watched the game together, and it's why did the police penalty kill get better? Well, I think they just watched tape on their own power play. Their power play shuts down when they try to do the draw pass in the neutral zone. Another team's aggressive and takes the puck away. They must have just watched their own power play so many times that they figured out, wait, maybe if we defend the way teams are defending us on our power play, we can be aggressive and create so many odd man rushes and two-on-ones and lead the league in shorthanded goals. It's, it's, it's mind-boggling what teams turn into when they're on the power play. It's just everybody floats. Everybody thinks it's easy. Everybody's moving at a slow pace, trying to set things up. And the Toronto Maple Leafs have just figured out that if you're just super aggressive on the penalty kill, yeah, you might give up the odd goal because that's just hockey. But man, you can create a lot of two-on-ones, a lot of scoring chances and create a lot of momentum. And that's what they did right off the bat. We said um, on during our preview show a couple of days ago that they would need Jack Campbell to play well, gets a shutout opening night. They would need their big boys to play like big boys. Austin Matthews scores two goals. Mitch Marner scores one. Mitch Marner, an absolute force all over the ice tonight, especially on the PK. He is an elite penalty killer in this league. And then we said they would need depth um, contributions from their depth players. David Camp. David Camp with a takeaway. Short-handed goal, and then an all-time Selly after scoring. Yes, a welcome-to-the-playoffs type Selly for David Camp. And don't forget about Pierre Gretzky or Wang Eng- Wayne Ingvall. Oh, just, yeah, just, again, another guy all over the ice in the middle of scrums. Mikheyev all over the ice tonight. I thought, you know, there was some controversy going into this game a little bit about the decision to sit Jason Spezza. And I, I don't... I think you could have interchanged him and Blackwell. You made the interesting point that you think maybe Keith feels that Blackwell's contribution on the PK is more valuable than Spezza's contribution on the power play, which I thought was a really good uh, good point. But when Clifford went out, we're kind of going, oh, no. Like, what's going to happen with this fourth-line situation? This is not good. They're down a guy already, and that they didn't look back at all. The scoreless hockey game. I... I- Man, I, I just there's not a lot of things you could look at this no. game and be like that. That was a negative. No, it was positive all around the board. Yes, and and I trust me, all you trolls out for all you trolls out there. Trust me, I know I've seen enough Leaf hockey to know 
The game one, great win. I think they needed to win this game tonight yes. to get out to a good start. I told you, man, I had a feeling. I was just I was sitting working today and I was just like, I think they're gonna win tonight. I'm feeling it. it it's game one. I get it. Like there's, there's a long series. Even going into that third period, I was like, yeah, you know, they're up, but how many times have we seen this team blow a lead? So like I I get it. I I, I totally get it. But man, was it so important for this team to get this victory tonight? And then to do it in that fashion, even though Starting game two after one period, it's all going to be nothing. But just getting out to that good start and just having some confidence going into the rest of the series is just everything. Yes, confidence from everybody. But too. the t- confidence, and it's not, it's not just confidence for the team. It's confidence for us, the fans. Yeah. Like, like I said earlier, I made the point about how when they get skating, I don't think the Lightning can contain them. Like I said, that's not a just tonight thing. I think that's an in general thing. I think if they really get moving. And that was one of the things, like, you know, they ended up scoring on the power play on the five-on-three and got going there. But at first, they were struggling on the power play, the first, like, two or three that they had. And I kept saying, you're not moving your feet. Like, the reason why the penalty kill is so effective is because you're moving your feet. Yeah. When you're out there five-on-five, you're moving your feet. But when they get on the, the power play, sometimes they slow it down and they but- try to be methodical and they try to make pretty passes and they try to, like, whatever. And it's just like, no, move your feet. And good things will happen. And well, that's I, what happened for them all night. But yeah, I mean, like they just they've just figured it out, man. I, I don't know. Like this year, whatever they've implemented in their penalty kill strategy and whatever their game plan was, it's just worked to a T, especially creating offensive chances. Hundred percent. Now here's here's one thing I will say. It's all positive, it's all gravy tonight, but batting down the hatches in game two, folks. Like the Tampa Bay Lightning are not gonna go down like they're not gonna take a, a five nothing ass whooping like that lightly and they're going to come out guns blazing and they're going to need to weather an early storm right off the bat in game two in my opinion yeah i mean it's just it's game one we're not getting crazy here we're not standing here saying they're going to win this series it's just like what what more could if you've asked for out of this team in game one like it's just it's as good as it gets we're gonna feel good about it yeah you know what you and i I don't like to say we're negative, but we're realistic when it comes to our leaf talk. So I'm not going to come on here and just be like, oh, well, you know, it was a fluke. It wasn't a fluke. They whipped the lightning's ass for three periods. Yeah. Yeah. They were by far the better team. And like I said earlier, when I outlined it, all the boxes we said needed to be ticked got ticked. So hell yeah, man. Really, really, really great way. It was shocking. It was just borderline shocking. Like tonight, I thought the Leafs were either going to squeak out a, a a a gutsy win to kind of get the momentum going, or I thought they were going to get smashed. And just it was the complete opposite. It was just them, just I don't know, taking advantage of every opportunity that they got, and the fact that just the game just went their way, and it yep. was just it was really fun to watch. It was as a Leaf fan, forget the negativity, forget the criticism, forget every opinion we come on here with. At the end of the day, we're just Leaf fans, and that was just really fun to watch as a Leaf fan. That's exactly what I said on Instagram. Follow us at Talking Buds Podcast if you're not already. So before we get out of here, we got to do our brand new bet stamp line of the night. We'll take a look at tomorrow night's games, and we'll pick the line that we like the best. Two for two tonight for me. Took the over in the uh, Bruins Hurricanes. Won that one. Then I took the under. I went against your Yeah, I said your, the over. You said the over, and I went against you because I was like, you know what? I thought defense would be at a premium tonight. Yeah. Oh, boy, was I wrong for the Tampa Bay Lightning. But I ended up uh, picking up the under there. Yeah, I was just picturing a lightning blowout or a Leafs 
close, high-scoring win, so that just went right against me. But, man, I mean, that's the best part about betting against it. the team you're cheering for is when you lose. Win-win. It's, it's, it's fine. Win-win it's, it's situation. Okay. Yeah. So take a look at the... Uh... Take a look at the lines tomorrow. I already know what I'm taking. I'm taking the over in game one of the Panthers and the Capitals. I don't think we said this the other day. I don't think that the Capitals have the defense to stop Florida and Florida averaged five goals a game yeah. this year. So I think I'm always going to take the over with the Florida Panthers. So you're going with a a, a over six and a half yes. goal total. I think once you factor Florida in, and... yes, I think once you factor in Washington adding a goal or two to that, that's an easy over. Yes, absolutely. And I'm going to just go against every single person in the world. I don't care if this is a dumb bet. This is a bet I'm not putting much money on, but I just love trolling every single fan of the NHL who just loves to bet the favorite and I'm going with Nashville money line. Nashville money line. And what I see right here, Sports Interaction has the best line for that right now. Who's at got, plus 269. Who's so. got the best line on Betstamp for the over? You're the one with the phone. All my gadgets are tied up right now and recording. It's, come on exclamation mark. Okay, there we go. Yeah, there you go. You can just find the, the amount of sp- I didn't even know that existed. Let's I know. Come on. I know. I don't know what that's, that is. That's one of the great things. That's the whole point. But of that's the, the whole point app. of the app. It's like, okay, here's come on. I've never heard of that before, but I'll click it because I can get the best odds I could possibly get yeah, on the game. Get get the best value for your yeah. money, man. So I'm going to go against every single person who's just all over the Avalanche. The Avalanche are the greatest team in the history of the NHL. And I'm just going for a game one upset with that value. It's just the NHL is just that league. If you're going to bet an, uh, uh, an underdog, this is the league to do it. So I said earlier, batten down the hatches for game two. So that's that's my sort of thing that I'll be thinking about heading into the next game, like whether those early storms against the Tampa Bay Lightning. What, what are you looking for? Man, I'm just looking for the exact same effort I saw tonight from everybody. I'm looking for the crowd to give the same effort. Oh, my God. We didn't even make We got yeah. this far into the episode. Let, round of applause yeah. for everyone in the building at Scotiabank Arena tonight. I yeah. can't believe it took us this long to mention that. Oh, yes. my God. Well done. That needs to happen every time they play a playoff game. We're guaranteed to get at least two more at Scotiabank Arena now after tonight's W. So, come on. Yeah, like the same effort from the crowd, same effort from the goaltender, same effort from the D, same effort from the coaching staff, same effort from the forwards. If you can continue to do that, my key to this series now is just make the Lightning work harder to do whatever their game plan is. And the Leafs are good enough, talented enough, skilled enough, good enough to beat this team as long as they just make those breakouts more challenging, force more turnovers, put pucks, high danger chances against Andre Vasilevsky, like... If they just do that, a lot of throwing the puck at the net tonight too, which I really yes. Like. It's just man when they when they just create turnovers, like they're the most dangerous team in the NHL. Mm. Like it's just it's it's mind boggling. But when they're not when they're not moving their feet, and all of a sudden the the tables are reversed and their breakouts become a lot more challenging, that's when they start kind of going a little leafy on us. So let's just make everything harder on the Lightning, and you have a glorious chance to make this series a winner for you and with that we're going to wrap it up here on our game one post game show we will be back wednesday after game two looking forward to that also as we mentioned earlier download the bet stamp app use promo code 
buds upon sign up. You can line shop across all the various sports books, like this new one, Come On, that we just yeah. found out about. I, I didn't even know what that was. And now I'm going to go and place a bet with them. Absolutely. Using the promo code buds upon sign up. So please go ahead and do that. All right, buddy. Good game. Game two, here we go. Game two, here we come. See you guys then. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, undercurrent podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jag and Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Cundell from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.